Hi, hi. Hey. What's up? It's Fumi. And it's Mike. Uh, we just wanted to make a quick announcement about our upcoming live podcast recording show that is coming up on January 25th, 25th. 9.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. at the People's Improv Theater. Just go to thepit-nyc.com for tickets or go to asian.asianpod.com for tickets and there's a, there's a link that links you to the fucking pit. The pit website. So we hope to see you there. It's a big theater, so we want to fill it out and we want to make sure all of our NYC anals come out to the show. That's January 25th at 9.30 p.m. See you there. Bye. The Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Quick shout out to our, uh, our network, Listening Party, and Canal Street Radio. Check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. If you're listening to this on your phones right now, please take a screenshot and post that shit on Instagram stories. Tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod and write these exact words. If you care about me, you would subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and also, if you're an iTunes listener, leave a review. That always helps. Uh, it's been... No, I was going to be like, it's been a while, but I saw you last week. I saw... We, yes, done we this. saw each other last week. We right. haven't been in here in a while. Right. By the time... The, in the studio. By the time the Anos listen to this episode, they have just ha- ha- they have just heard two episodes where you're not in it. Oh. So they probably miss you right now. So why don't you say something? Oh. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, hey, we miss uh, you, Mike. Where oh, you been? Oh, I, I don't do well with emotional things like that. So. <laughs> but, you know, I, I missed you guys too. That was so insincere. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Because uh, today we're going to be talking about a very uh, unemotional thing. Oh, yeah. Today we're talking about capitalism part two. Ooh. We talked about it a little bit with Freeha. But there's more I gotta say about it. There is, and we're gonna, we'll try to talk about it in like a you know through, fun way through yeah through through art through art yeah through art and I don't you know we're not gonna talk about economics maybe a little bit but this is not gonna be like a lecture this is just like no. this is just like Kenise you cannot talk right now <laughs> you have not been introduced now I gotta bleep it out <laughs> I'm gonna bleep it out and be like she just called us Ching Chong no I didn't <laughs> <laughs> you fucking did the more you talk the more Ching Chong we <laughs> put in there. Yeah, we just be like, yeah, just say something. It's amazing what you can do with uh, After Effects now. So yeah. we'll, we'll we'll change your voice up. It'll we'll have you Damn say all it. sorts of stuff. Sorry. What oh, did you just say about so my many, penis? So oh my many God. racial slurs <laughs> happening at the um, top of this podcast. No, but, you okay. did. Yeah, so you have a fun joke. I have a fun joke. I, I just did the show with our guest. We'll talk about that later. But I did a show called Fifty First Jokes, which is uh, a show that happens once a year at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Which we want to do our podcast live podcast there some, at some point. One day, yeah. It's amazing. If you pack it out, it's fucking amazing. I'm sure. But it's like a, a big space in Brooklyn. It's very cool. And the, the premise is uh, 50 comedians go up and they, they tell like a new joke that they wrote in 2020 is the premise. A lot of people just tell like a newer joke or whatever. Right. And everybody gets like one or two minutes. It's it's a fun time. Uh, and, you know, the, the Park Slope crowd is like that rich like NPR crowd. So like that's yep. something you got to deal with. But I, I, I've been doing this joke recently about intergenerational wealth. And like it started out off as a tweet. I'm not going to like do the bit, but basically like the tweet was something like, if I meet one more person in New York who doesn't have to pay for rent because their parents pay for everything, um, I'm gonna have to sit my parents have a, have a conversation with them about where their careers went wrong. Right? Yeah. So yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah, a con- yeah. it's I'm, I'm playing on the idea of like immigrant parents always being like you know like you 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 why aren't you yeah, a doctor why, why you? are you rich blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. but then I look at you my turn rich, around why aren't you rich? right because I look at my rich white friends or whatever and they're oh, like oh because sure. you're not rich that's why I'm not rich right it's, it's so good because it's both an Asian joke. 
right yeah. about like you know why you know because like immig- immigrant of, joke immigrant joke an yeah. asian immigrant joke and it's also a capitalism joke yes so it's like two <laughs> you're doing two things at the same time yes but it, you know it's it's cool but you say that maybe so so i've been doing it it's like one of my favorite jokes right now and i'm like adding on to it yeah. but it's funny because some people don't get it and so that joke either does really well or i bomb interesting. and it's interesting when i bomb because i can see that it's not that they didn't they weren't paying attention it's just that i can see people they understand it, but they don't know why it's funny. And mm. I've had, the, I've, I felt like um, when I do shows in front of like, I guess like rich young people ish, yeah, you know, like kind of like yuppie vibes. They don't always get it. And then when I do it in front of like, predom- like if I do like a you know show full of like POCs, they get it because you know a lot right. of them like they may have immigrant parents or or that or they don't get handouts, right? Like we always talk about this, like Asian people and not Asian people, P- people of color, we don't fucking get handouts our parents usually don't give us a house or whatever you yeah, know yeah, yeah 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 so they get it but it's it's like the that's the most that's like a very interesting thing in comedy is like the like the sort of like the, the social science aspect of it you yeah, know yeah yeah and it just got me thinking you know i think as you get older and again i'm very stupid so i'm not trying to flex here but i feel like as you get older you start to see like the matrix of the world and how shit works you know the, you ones, see and zeros. the ones and zeros and you know it starts off with like okay they don't get the joke they don't know why it's funny maybe because they are the people i'm making fun of they are the people who their parents pay for their rent or their parents still pay for a lot of their finances because they only make twenty five thousand dollars a year being an agent or whatever right yeah yeah. and you think about these people and they just live such a different life like i was thinking about like there's a girl that i work with her name i can't say her name but (laughs) she basically got like a autoimmune disease or something like that while she was working at my company and you know, she had to run like so many different blood tests, which is like so expensive, even if you have insurance. And basically what happened is her mom is a doctor, like a rich doctor from Westchester. And her mom just like did all the tests for her. And they spent like an entire year trying to figure out yeah, sorry, what was wrong with her. And they figured it out. Yeah. And meanwhile, while she was figuring that out, she was doing like very little work at her company and her bosses were getting very frustrated. Yeah. And she was still making 90K a year. Right, 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 right. right. So it's like she's making money being sick and like kind of figuring out what's wrong with this like w- with her with her body and i was just thinking like oh what if mike was in the situation yeah what if i was in the situation we would die we would just yeah. die we would for sure die because we don't have the resources we'd to, also like, go bankrupt first yes and then yes. die <laughs> i mean how many times do you hear stories about like an, an old wife trying to save her husband from cancer and he dies and now she has no money yeah, she has the money right and, and it's like you see there's just so much fucking money in new york oh so much money and it's like I don't even want to use the word infuriating. It's just like I feel so powerless against it sometimes. You know, you, you just—I have a similar story in, of, of this place I used to work at, and um, they would be like my coworkers. They would just be, you know, they, they would be doing well, but they just had this level of like they accepted that they that the world was a certain way. So, okay, well, for example, whenever one of them would talk about horseback riding yeah i was just like <laughs> oh shit <laughs> this is like a whole other thing do you know yeah, what i'm saying like yeah, yeah, i yeah, get yeah. to go on these trips and i deserve this kind of time off yeah and i have i uh, am expected to uh, I, I expect i should be able to expense this and that and you know what i work really hard and therefore i am um you know and they do work hard and all that stuff yeah you know uh they're very smart not saying any of those things aren't true but they also expect they, they they grew up with a level of like I this is the way the world works because yes, yes. I grew up with this kind of I don't I don't want to say privileges whatever it is yeah 
but this is just my lifestyle. Yes, yes. Anything, anything below that, they don't even consider. It's not even like a thing. Yeah, it's like they wouldn't. Like why aren't there horses at why, this office? Why wouldn't I have a horseback? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah. One time, my horse. Uh, 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 we had to we had to rent a saddle. You know, like <laughs> you know, like oh, you know, like uh, or whatever it is. Yeah, and you yeah, and it yeah. just and it ends up permeating a lot of. Um, the way they kind of view the world and yeah. like you know the sort of respect they sort of expect to have yeah, but yeah, going yeah. back to the joke that you have i think sometimes it might not work on people because they de- they haven't connected the dots yeah as far as um you know what does my parents wealth have to do with me even if they are paying for stuff yeah even on a very shitty like small like level like i remember when i graduated from college i was like okay i'm gonna get an apartment now and i you know, I graduated from college and I found an apartment and it was like $600 a month, let's yeah. just say. And I went up to my mom and I was like, hey, mom, I found this apartment for $600 a month. And my mom was like, cool. How are you going to pay for that? And it dawned on me that <laughs> what? I was like, I, because I've been paying for, my mom had been paying for my, uh, you know, dorms and yeah, school yeah, and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. with a loan. But yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? She, now she didn't have, she doesn't have any more loan <laughs> money. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have to go home, right? I have to, and w- which I did. I like, yeah, I didn't, live at home. obviously didn't rent the, rent the yeah. apartment. And so it's just like, it doesn't dawn on you because you've been ta- like taken care of for so yeah. long. You know, like the money is just like, oh, well, this is just, you know, this is, you know, like this is, of course, I- I'm the son of my dad. Of course, well, that dad's going to take care of me, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I um, don't know. It's, it's like, I, I have like a new definition or like i don't know just like the word poor means something different to me now it's more than just like i'm homeless it's 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 a much wider spectrum right yeah, it's, it's like if like, you're not yeah. in that horse or above <laughs> socioeconomic not, thing yeah. if you can't afford a horse then like to them you are very poor it's you know? it's 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 what everybody was talking about it's about wealth not yeah, just money yeah yeah a lot yeah, of people yeah, make yeah, money yeah, yeah, money yeah. is like okay but you know you, money just disappears so. yeah so hopefully we can get into this today and uh, you know speaking of poor people we got our guest today <laughs> and uh you know <laughs> 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 Yo, hey. You gonna call me Ching Chong? I'm gonna hey. call you poor. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when have I ever? Don't add that shit. Into I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep it earlier. I'm gonna, I can't believe I'm gonna turn my anals against you. Oh my god! Talk into the mic, please. I'm talking into the mic. Okay, 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 Hello. Okay. okay, we have a stand-up comedian from Brooklyn. She has a podcast called Love About Town. Hey, she's ha- she's been on this podcast before. Give it up for Kenise Mobley. Thank you. And for I am moderately. I'm not rich, so I am poor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for you're sure. not, you don't have wealth. I don't have wealth. Uh, wealth. No. That's yeah. a lot of different. Yeah. Than, I mean, how are you? So this is, you know, this is our, our friend David Nguyen's joke. But how are you doing financially? Yeah. <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing all right. So I last year I was working for a startup. Uh, the startup was purchased by a major corporation that I cannot name, um, and. I didn't really want to work for that major corporation, and my team was doing less and less, and so I quit my job. Mm. They gave me a small severance, uh, so I didn't work all summer. And I yes, yeah, I, I, yeah. You were so happy. Yes, I, you were <laughs> glowing. <Yeah. laughs> that's the thing about unemployment. Sometimes people are like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," but that's not always the reaction no. you should give them. You know? <laughs> no, sometimes congratulations. It's awesome. yeah. Yes. yeah, it's like getting divorced. Yes, <laughs> this thing that was weighing around my neck, which society says I should have, yeah, the, 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 the I no longer have it, and I feel free. Yes. Did you? Um, did you? How? Like, you don't have to give too much detail, but was it like a severance that you could live on for a long time? No, hmm. it wasn't. Okay. Um, and also, that's part of it. So we're talking about like, um, if you're not rich, you're poor, and like capitalism. Uh, 
it's so interesting because sometimes when you critique capitalism, the first response is to be like, well, you buy things and that's not, that's commerce. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah. a completely separate thing. Mm. So it's really frustrating when they're like, we can't do socialism. We can't do communism. We can't do these things because how would I buy things? And it's like you still, <laughs> no one's. Yeah. People think everything is going to be like rations. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Ra- and the, the only way to do this is to be handed things from the government. But it's, I bring all that up to say, like, it's crazy when the company sold, like, the discrepancy between, like, what some employees got versus what other employees got. Oh, for oh. sure. Someone got, um, I want to say, $9 million. Oh, shit. <laughs> whereas, yeah. like, what? from the sale, I got $3,000. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a thing where it's not just that these two amounts aren't equal, which this person is one of the own, like starters of the company. I understand why he makes more, but to make that that Much wide more. of a gap more. Yeah, that is, uh, let's see here, thousands, ten thousands, hundred thousands. That is three orders of magnitude <laughs> more. Yeah. And I'm talking about orders of magnitude, which people is different from like three times. It's yes. three orders of magnitude yes. more than, yes. and that, uh, did this person work three orders of magnitude <laughs> more than you? I, okay, which so means I they would have to work 400,000 <laughs> hours a week. Yes. <laughs> or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. That's so crazy, it's like, right? Okay, let's, it's I'm all not about that. Does not I'm 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 not saying everyone needs to be paid the same <laughs> and there should be no incentive to work hard. That's clearly not what I am saying. But the idea that we are valuing some people's labor at three orders, four orders, five orders of magnitude oh yeah, over yeah. other people is insane and it creates a system yeah. that is unstable. Yeah, it's all about it's all about like equity. It's all about ownership of stuff. Yeah. Like mm. you gotta own something and then because like, you know, I always think about um there is that stupid thing where, uh, you know, like if, if Bill Gates stopped uh, and saw like a hundred dollar bill and picked it up, you know, he would lose money or something. Right. Because it would take him like two seconds and he actually makes like $500,000. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that but a thing? Who made that calculation? That's no, true. It's a, it's probably. A, but. He's not losing money by yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Bill Gates doesn't make money because he's not he's not at like the money cranking. Yeah. Machine crank. yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. has something that makes money for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. how he makes money. Right. Yeah. Because right, like right, right. any one of us, like sure, we could all like make you know we can go we go to work and we crank the money machine and like yeah. money comes at us. Yeah. But if that money has to go to you know fucking whatever avocado toast or whatever it is us millennials like. Uh, but we don't have ownership of them. Though it's better to own the money cranking machine. Yes, yes. just own yes. the money cranking machine yes. and have somebody else crank the money for you. <laughs> yeah, econ one on one with Mike Noy. Boom. Yeah. Um, okay. Case yeah. we, you know, we're we're good friends because we get along, but also because you. This is the theme with all my comedy friends. Is like all my comedy friends have either have or have at one point had a, a stable job, and yes, they, <laughs> they, they know what it's like to like hustle in New York, like for money and chase their dream. Yes, it's not. Mutually exclusive, right? And you know, a lot of people are like, "Can't have a plan B, bro." But like, no, I don't, I don't always, I'm, I don't I've always believe in poor, that. Okay? <laughs> I've been poor, I, and not just poor in the like, I'm not one of the rich people, but I've been poor. Like, I guess I don't eat meat now because I can't afford meat now. So like, I'm yeah, a yeah. vegetarian <laughs> based on price point. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the level of poor I've yeah. been in my life. Yeah, yeah. I'm where, an like, accidental vegetarian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, well, I'm at the grocery store and I'm wait, like, can, no. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, so somebody's like, well, are you, are you doing a, are you doing a intermittent fasting? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. Technically, <laughs> I just went to bed and I didn't <laughs> eat. So 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I've been that level. Yo, what do you th- what do you think about when you meet comics and other people who are like uh, not to, not to shit on these people, but I'm just, gonna shit on them, right? But you know, but, but in New York, not just comedians in New York, you do meet a lot of people I'm talking about, right? Yes. The people I'm kind of making fun of in this joke. Yes, you meet what? a ton of people who their parents bought them an apartment. Yeah, uh, bought, they, bought, 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 not rent them. Bought. They had the means to upfront give someone cash to buy an apartment. It is. Yeah, I mean, it's even if you're a comedian who. You know, it's it's tough for sure if you like are from the middle of the country and you pick up and you move. But that in of, of itself is like a privilege. You know, what I'm saying because yes. sure. a lot yeah. of people can't do that. They cannot do that. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like you know, they have to f- a family to support or whatever, or they just they're in some sort of dire straits. Yeah. But like to be able to be like I'm, I can. I can look after only myself. That's yeah. like a huge, huge thing. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people don't have that. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, so you're poor. <laughs> yeah, so, so so I'm poor, and it is frustrating, like to hear people say, "No, you like," especially if these are the people who are giving advice. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> to have gone through that, to have had day job after day job after day job, to support myself, be tired, pretty much for years of my life, <laughs> just to have someone whose dad pays for their apartment, right. either rents or buys, or they have like a credit card allowance, so they don't really have any expenses, so their rent is just like the only thing they have to worry about. For them to be like, no, you're not dedicated enough. It's oh, like, you don't yeah, understand yeah, 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 what yeah, dedication yeah, yeah. is if I'm doing all this stuff and still doing this thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You probably get booked more than those guys anyways. <laughs> I mean, I, I, get, I get booked a lot, so. Oh, flex, flex, flex. Um, <laughs> did you, uh, you didn't You didn't do um, unemployment while, while you had the thing? I didn't, and I. Because you had the severance. Because I had the severance. And I'm telling you right now, you should have done it. I should have done it. You should have. Uh, it would have allowed me to not have a job for longer. So it's I awesome. was in Europe and I was like, Kenise, you are spending all your money. <laughs> and <laughs> you're going to get back and you're going to have to be a vegetarian again. So I, was like, <laughs> I applied for like four jobs while I was over in Europe. I had my first interview while I was in Milan. Second interview while I was in Greece. I came back the day I came back. I went to an interview and I started the next Monday. You are burning away all of the goodwill I just had for you what? by talking about how you applied for a job in Milan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Wi-Fi at this pool is so weak. <laughs> oh, Curtis, bring me another. No, uh, no, but I feel okay, you. Okay, no, no, no. I, I hear it. I, no, I when you, you say it like I that, you. I definitely I hear you. it. Um, I will say I. W- I was able to do that because I had been working for two years straight yeah, and yeah, gotten yeah. a severance and I don't spend very much money in my daily life because I am constantly in fear of a complete economic collapse. Oh, yes. Mm. There you go. Ooh, yeah. That's delicious. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> no, because it happened right after I graduated college and it was yeah. like, oh, oh everyone's yeah. sad. Everyone's destitute. There is no money anywhere. Yeah. Expect to be poor, yes, etc. Yes, 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 yes. So now I'm like, at any moment, I could just be walking around living my life and then money as a thing just... Seems to disappear. Absolutely. Where does it? Where did it go? Yeah. How, <laughs> how was the closest you've ever been to like? Oh shit! I'm not sure if I'm going. I I was. Uh, I think I was down to. Yeah. Tell us your unemployment story, Mike. Um, I've had one on. I've had. I've been on on unemployment once, and it was like for two or three months, and it was amazing. Yeah. Because you don't get that much money, but it's like how much do. You, is it okay if I ask you? Yeah, how yeah, much no. Know? I mean, it's, it's same the, for everybody. It's right? the same for everybody. It's okay. the maximum. It? Yeah, it's just, well. I mean, it's supposed to be like it's some x amount of the money that you had made, mm-hmm. uh, up to whatever. So like yeah. it's up to like three hundred dollars a week, yeah. which is like oh, because it's two hundred I mean, so, a month. Okay. Yeah, so everyone can reach the max. I mean, not everyone. I'm sorry. So like, if you're making like sixty grand, you reach. You've already re- reached the max. Uh, got it. Got it. Got it. You know, it's not like if you made you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars, they're going to be giving you ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like. 
you know, this whole thing about UBI and Andrew Yang, blah, 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 like, uh, that kind of already exists if you have unemployment because mm. they give you about about $1,000 a month. Yeah. It's not, and it's great because it's not enough where you can just be like sitting around smoking weed and doing stuff like that. Ah. But it's enough where you don't have to pay rent. I mean, it covers a lot of your rent. Most, right. I mean, even in New York, if um, it's twelve hundred, it's it's yeah. something, yeah. right? And for me, it was enough for me to cover my rent. Of course, I still had to like figure out how to do other stuff. You're allowed to work a certain amount in unemployment like i think it's like 10 hours a week or something like that which i i had like a some like stupid blog writing job mm. where i worked like five hours a week yeah so that was so every week i got you know i got the money and i had to save it and then i like saved it up and end of the month paid my rent so that was just a huge load off yeah, yeah. because i allowed me for a couple of months to just kind of like figure out my shit and like it's not fun to be on there because they um they bother the shit out of you they're like you have to go down to um you have to take like, classes and shit, right? You you don't you don't have to take classes, but you have to go down to like this uh, this government building and they teach you how to apply for a job. So I've applied in Boston because I yeah. I had a period of three months where I wasn't oh, working unemployment? in Boston. So I applied there and we didn't have to physically go anywhere. We had to just send them what jobs did you apply for? Yes, you do have to do that too. Yes, yes. okay. Yeah, so you have to do you have to like fill oh. out like you have to apply for X amount of That's kinda jobs. nice to give you a little star for applying and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Really, nice. That's really <laughs> yes. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I wanted to get off of unemployment just because it was so annoying. It was like they were just like, Okay, then you're gonna have to come down and do this. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh I don't I, like it's like someone it's like like if you want to get people off unemployment just tell them you have, they have to go to the DMV every week. Yes. Oh, like, I will definitely yeah, get yeah, off yeah, unemployment. Yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, yeah. but anyways, it was just like a nice like load off. Mm. And uh you definitely should yeah. I mean uh, next go time ahead, I do will. It. It'll be great. But mm. it's also I quit my job and it feels right, yeah. Can you do it if you quit your job? No, you can't. Yeah. At least you're not supposed to. You got yeah. fired, Mike? Yeah, I got laid off. Oh, this is from McCann. This is from when I when oh, I got downsized I back in California. Yeah, and like I had to do unemployment for a little oh. bit, and it was, it was that's so funny. And that's when I started comedy, baby. Hey, hey, hey! hey. You had <laughs> that time to find you and like find a job that is a fit. The last thing that you should want people to do is okay. I lost my job. I have to take the first job that comes along, which exactly. you're going to may or may not be a fit. It's right. going to be bad, bad, bad. Like that just leads to mm. right. so yeah, giving people a little bit of a cushion so that they can say, let me choose a job that actually is a fit for me. Right. That yeah. yeah, that's it's it's uh. Key. Let me give you let me give you the owners ownership owner class the owner <laughs> ownership class. Okay, the I'm talking about like the the social class. The owners would describe it as I took some time off. So that I could work on my skills and develop value, mm. which I did. I went to open mics. <laughs> yeah. I went to bunkers there. Exactly. <laughs> I did. I went to open mics, and that was me developing new skills yeah. yes. and creating value. Yes. <laughs> which I did. Which you can bring to the organization. Which you can now bring to the organization. <laughs> yes. yeah. And now I have this thing. So that's yeah. like the way you got to think about yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Well, this is a great transition into the, the main topic I want to get into today. Okay. Uh -huh. Now, before we get into it, we're going to talk about Parasite, the movie. Hopefully, A knows you've seen it. And uh, if you haven't by now, it's probably your fault. Yeah. <laughs> or like, it's or, been I out mean, for we're like, months. we'll try not to spoil it, but like, no promises. Um, Dude, I want to spoil the shit out of this. <laughs> okay, well, you heard, you heard Kenny. So I guess if you don't want to hear it, don't listen to it. Fast but, forward. But, but it's more about the theme, so I think you can still enjoy it. And uh, before we get into it, you know, you you have, I, I invited you because you, you also have a film background. You went to film school. Yes, I have an MFA in film production. Wow. Oh, you have an MFA. Yes, yeah. I have an MFA oh, in film okay. production. So you I watch don't. you watch a lot of like indie films and shit. You know, you know yes. what's good. Yes, uh, I haven't. I mean, I haven't as much since grad school. Yeah. But I do watch a lot of films. I watch a hundred a year. Oh my uh, god, that really? I haven't seen. Yes. 
uh, it's important to me to just like I love movies. Movies are something that movies and television are things that I really like. So so yeah. So before we like get into the themes of Parasite, quick summary of the movie. This is not a spoiler. It's a movie about a poor Korean family that infiltrates and intermingles with the world of the well, world of a wealthy family. We've all seen it. Yes. I guess we just start with like, what do we think? Should we start there? Sure. I I we all liked it. You liked it. I loved it. But we don't know why. Um. Or we can't explain to no, somebody why. No, I mean, why. I f- well, that's one thing I was going to ask is mm. like, okay, so for me, uh, especially the first like half of it is, it's ju- it was just fun to watch. Right. And I was trying to think of it as like, it's fun to watch because like the sort of scheming of the family and the logic of the family. Like, yes. It was just like, it was like a caper. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how are they going to ingratiate themselves right. from this poor family into this rich family? And it was like this, like they had like this, ele- not even that elaborate, but like a fun scheme to do it. Yes. Yeah. And it was just, it was, for me, fun to watch. Yes. And there's so many movies, whether it's, it's an artsy movie or even like, even Marvel movies, mm. a lot of times Marvel movies are not fun to watch <laughs> because <laughs> you're watching them and you're like, I see what's happening, but now there's a really long action sequence. And like, yeah. You don't like that? Well, I do, but some t- but that's the thing is that like, I know it's supposed to be fun, but it's like, it's just like there's, there's like so much shit on screen, and you're like, yeah. I'm, what am I supposed to look <laughs> but it's at? That's true. Like yeah. Endgame, at one point, there's like 70 main yes. characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, am I supposed to look yeah, at? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh my god. You know, Everyone like, has one shot where you just see, that and you're like, yes, that, oh, and that. Yeah, 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 and it's just like, you know, there's a lot of things where, uh, I, I, I know it's it's supposed to be fun, but it's it doesn't feel fun. Uh, but with like Parasite, it was like it was fun. It was yeah. genuinely and fun. Is there something like how? What is it that a movie does to make something fun? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I was trying to figure out why it's fun. Right. So they establish these characters, even though they are doing something that's, like, morally dubious. They establish the emotional connection between the characters, and they provide you a reason to care about these people succeeding. I think in a lot of the Marvel films, they're like, this is this person and based on that you're supposed to like them oh uh, just because they not, have power yeah just because they have oh. a power but they're not giving you an, a reason to emotionally attach to these oh, but they people get, they get yes, their yes, backstories yes, yes, yes. but you think it's it's, it's too shallow it's shallow it's not like like I got bit by a spider yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, don't get me wrong I like Spider-Man but yeah. some of these other, like Thor with the first Thor I'm like why do I give a shit about that's any true. of this that's true he's just a god yeah it's yeah just Thor's like, a god yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> why do I care about he's literally immortal what are we talking about this is yeah, what's the struggle? Yeah, oh. yeah that's why I, I liked. Them. I liked uh, Natalie Portman, and I guess she didn't like him in the second yeah, one. Yeah, like that that's, that's <laughs> Thor's struggle is he couldn't get a human to fuck with him. Yeah, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> see, like that's garbage. Like it's, that's, okay. garbage. that's true. That's it's, true. It's just those two. The first two Thor movies were very bad, but they give you a reason to emotionally attach. It's also like they use humor in a way. So like this isn't ruining anything. There's a scene where somebody keeps peeing into like the their house. house oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. funny. And so like they're funny you can relate to their struggles you root for them and it really does like it's well written so that you attach to every character funny things happen to them you see them succeed you feel good i love the shift that happens in the movie yes yeah it's just like someone knocks on a door and it's it's just all of a sudden all of a sudden boom you can tell a major shift has happened and you could tell in that scene that something was going to happen because uh, fuck it. If, if, if I'm just, but just spoil like, so because like, this is, we're yeah. just talking in code a, too much. There's yeah. a scene where the family has, you know, has successfully infiltrated this house. Yes. Yeah. And the rich family goes away. And, and by infiltrated, we mean like they get jobs. They at all the get house. jobs as a tutor, a tutor, as a, a housemaid, yeah. housemaid. Yeah. And so they're all like, and so they all like enjoying the house because the rich family has gone on like on a weekend trip type thing. 
and they're all sitting there drinking and eating and it's like one of those kind of like almost trope setups where you know the you know the the cats away the mice will play but you know the cat's gonna come back yeah yes. you yeah, know yeah. it's gonna happen but it's not quite how the way you think it is. It's, yes. not, even, it's not even a cat. It's like a dog. Yes, <laughs> because all of a sudden, yes. the maid that they had displaced, uh, they, there was an original maid that worked for this rich family, and they that, that maid had gotten displaced, and that maid comes back. Yep. And you're like, oh, wait a second. What the fuck is she Why doing is she here? Why she here? Yeah. 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 And it's raining, and you're like, and she's acting much different than she yes. is in the original. Yeah. Like she, oh, she's beat, she's beat up. She Yeah, she's kind of like, she's, you can tell she's kind of gone through something, and yeah. you're like, oh shit, what the fuck is about yeah, to yeah, happen That's yeah. the first moment I think we see the consequences of their scheming. Yes. Yeah. So like, we, like they get other people out, like they knock out other tutors, they like, they, yeah. they have the driver fired, all that. But we don't see that. Yes, like we know that right. it happens. We see them succeed, so we don't necessarily see the consequences. Yes. But the second she reappears and you see her face is like splotchy because she's had some serious allergic reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um I want to talk about her family their family for a second. I, I love that family because so I feel like it's not very common to see like an Asian family in that kind of way. Like what do you mean? A, oh, they're poor. Not only are they poor, but like they're like friends. Yeah, they all and like I really each other. like that. Like they're yeah. like you know you know it, it's like for for example the son is like openly talking about like hey I think I'm gonna ask out that the girl I'm tutoring after she goes like talking about dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's like walking on his sister taking a bath. Like they're like buddies. You yeah, know yeah, and like yeah, yeah. I I haven't seen that a lot. In fa- you know like you see an Asian family on whatever movie or, or like even Japanese films and stuff. It's very proper. You know he's like that's my bad. I gotta respect him or like I'm hiding shit from them. But. This I don't know if it's because they were poor. I mean, there, there are so few rooms in their apartment. Yeah, that's I feel true. like you have to like. like you have to I, like I'm gonna other. walk in on you. You're gonna hear <laughs> yeah. about this thing anyway. Yeah. yeah, but that's what makes them so likable because they're like yeah. a team. Like, right. It's like a shitty Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the they whole all thing, work together <laughs> yeah. to accomplish this goal. Yeah. it has a like it has a very like poor person's version of Ocean's Eleven. Because like, <laughs> yeah, 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 and you like everybody, and they have this weird like scheme going on. But to your point, at a certain point, then there's like a shift. Yeah. And people, you know, have asked, is it like, is it scary? And there's definitely like scary things. Yes. For example, so when the when the original maid comes back, she comes back and then she has to open a door, but she has to, she pushes on it with her whole body. And so for a second, she's kind of like horizontal. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh shit, is she a ghost? What the fuck is <laughs> happening here? But like visually, you're like, it's setting you up for one thing, yes. but it's the reveal is different. And of course, yeah. the big reveal is that that maid's husband, the original maid's husband, lives in the basement of this rich people's, the rich person's house. Yeah, and he's lived there for like it sounds four like, years. Yeah, yeah, years and years. Yeah, and it's like a deep basement that nobody knows about except it's this a bunker, other family. It's a yeah. bunker. Yeah. It was, it, and it made sense because it wasn't just some random bunker. It was like, oh, you know, a lot of Korean architects would put a bunker in in, in case North attacks. Or right, right, right. right. So it's all kind of justified. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, is it a horror movie? It's not a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. there's certain scary, scary things. It's it's still kind of funny. There's, you know? there's funny moments to it. Like, even when they're all, like, I think it's the mom of the family that we like has gone down with this lady and yes. seen that this exists. And she's like, I'm going to report you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, the, so the family is trying to listen and not let yes, 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 her yes. know. Yes. And then suddenly they trip and, and fall. Then yeah, falls yeah, yeah, and then she's like, oh, wait a second. This table has instantly turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, now yeah, yeah. I have power over you guys. Oh, that was. 
It was, it was very funny, but also like it is. Tense. It's both of those. It things. was great. That kind of leads into the the second thing is that. So I was watching this and uh, I had smoked some weed. So it was like, oh really? Everything Why? for me was also I just like weed. So like everything, <laughs> everything was just kind of I was kind of taking a stride. But um, I had uh, you know my wife is Korean and she watches a lot of like K dramas and stuff like yeah. that. And in some ways I got used to some of the twists because I in K dramas they don't give a shit about genre a lot of times. Like okay. They, they'll Can have explain things what you mean by that. So yeah. that means like you'll watch something. That I was watching this one. Um, and it's about four, you know, young girls who live in a house and they're all like, university students. And in general, it's like a lighthearted drama about these four girls. But every once in a while, some weird shit will happen. Where, for example, like one of the girls, she gets kidnapped by her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> right. And it, be- suddenly, it suddenly becomes kind of like a scary, um, not murder mystery, but like scary mystery. Because right. then right. They have to but, go in. <laughs> but you just pitched it to me as if it was like the Korean friends. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it is. Yeah. That's totally like, that's it like is. like if Phoebe just like died. Or yeah, whatever. it's all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh, then Ross kidnaps, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, Rachel yeah. Right. and keeps her in her basement. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, oh, like out of nowhere, <laughs> out of nowhere, and, and they and keep you, the theme song the same. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the end of uh, yeah, the end of every one of the, the things is still like a, like a you know like a strumming guitar, and I'm like, yeah. what? The, she is tied up in the basement. Yeah. yeah, but so the whole genre breaking I, I is like that. something I see a lot. But is that, is that that's something I saw in this in Parasite? Was that like it was all these different movie kind of things at once? Yes, you know. Can you talk about that? Like, I think this actor is—I mean, this director is known for. Yeah, doing do you know so if that's well. like a Korean thing or if this is the director thing? His flavor—he um, does tend to shock you at some point in the movie, where like you'll think this is the world that we exist in, yeah, and then there will be something that happens that suddenly shifts to let you know that your perception of the world is incorrect. Uh, where either it is like, uh, oh, we're introducing a new element into the story like he does in Parasite, or we're, question- we're throwing into question the very the way this world was built in like Snowpiercer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did Snow- Wait, with Chris Evans? Yeah. Yeah, so he loves doing, I mean, he loves making movies about like social class. economic class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cause that's also a movie about like, it's basically Parasite, but it's on a train. <laughs> and the further up you are on a train, the richer you are. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think what happened is the world is uh, frozen. And you have to keep moving. Right. Yeah. So this train goes around the world all the time. So people in the back are poor and they're eating these like Jello cubes. It's 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 cockroach. They didn't. They don't know know that cockroach. And the people in the front are like uh, dining on like first class food. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about it's about class and stuff. I mean that's that that was kind of the I don't know like from a. Right, this this movie's like the commentary was about social. I mean, the commentary about is about social things, but it's also like if you remember at the end of that movie, it's um, the guy who was in the back coordinates with the guy who's in the front about when we're gonna have wars and when we're gonna have these things to like lower the population. Oh, and that's right, Snowpiercer. Po- yes, yes. Where the population. Oh shit, I'm sorry. Have you I'm, seen it? It's okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Explain to him. This is crazy. Okay, so did he write this movie? It's fucking insane. It's 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 a crazy movie, and it's like also visually like what the fuck. Yeah. Um, but they have it so that there's again different segments of this train represent different classes, and you can. What what you have access to is dependent on which train you're in. Right. So in the back train, they're like, we're gonna go and we're gonna like it's it's something like if it feels very like organic, like oh this there starts to be whispers and we're gonna go take over the front part and we're gonna have this war and we're gonna claim our place in this. And so the 
whole story at first seems like, okay, we're getting together. We're going to yeah, go yeah, do yeah. this. We're fighting. We're fighting. We're fighting. People are dying as they're moving up the thing. But you get to the front and you realize that he has, like, the guy who's at the front, the one who has the most power, the one that they've been like, we got to kill this guy. He has a phone. It connects directly to the back of the train. And they say, okay, this is when we're going to be having a war. We need this many people. This We need this Right. number fewer people on this train so let's have them come through they'll some people will get killed here some people will get oh. killed so here. they coordinated oh. the war so every yeah. revolution yeah, that yeah, yeah. The poor people think is their own idea it's yeah. been calculated just to go just to show the power dynamic yeah. it's like oh you think you control anything back there it's Nothing. all under our calculation yeah. damn yeah. yeah so i mean it's i mean parasite was I guess it was kind of like that. I don't know. It's like there's like this whole argument of like who is the parasite, you know, mm. in the movie? Is it the right. the Kims or the por- the weird people in the front or in the or basement the or the yeah. mi- the parks, the rich people who uh you know, are are a slave to like the manual labor of the blue collar people. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, you had a you had an interesting thing where you mentioned before we started recording that like really the um the rich family is oblivious to all of the stuff that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Until the very end. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Until yeah. the very, very end. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really a war between all the people who don't have anything. Yes. yes. You know. Yes. So yeah. I one of the things I, mean, I was watching an interview with this Bong Han or whatever his name is. Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. And uh, yes, the, one of the obviously it's about class and stuff, and there are rich people. But the sad part is that sad, poor people fight with other poor people yes. for yeah, money. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And I see that in real life. I see that in life. Like, if on my street, there's a Korean deli and across the street is a new deli run by, like, Arab dudes. Yeah. And the Korean one's called Blueberry and the other one is called, like, Wholesome Foods or something like that. Right. Yeah. And they're, like, they're constantly having a price war over their salads and sandwiches because they want to run each other out of business. Right. But I, after seeing this movie, I'm like, dude, when you guys are doing this, like, both immigrant families yeah. running a bit, obviously I want to support both of them, but it's like, you think Whole Foods gives a fuck about yeah. what you guys... You think fucking, you know, all these big chains like Trader Joe's, like, they're laughing at you guys. Yeah. They're laughing at you guys because they don't give a fuck, you know? And I think that's the thing with Parasite is, like, they could have got, like, the, 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 the people in the bunker right. and the park or the Kims, they could have maybe collaborated and really taken over the parks, but yeah. they, 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 just, they just can't do it because that's the... They need po- to... The, that's the plight reason, of the poor class, I guess. Yeah. You just can't They need to maintain, that. like, they... I don't think they realize the power, yeah, that they have, that they could, if they wanted to, put the Kims into the bunker <laughs> and then just enjoy this house yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no one would know where to look for them. It, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, the police would come and be like, who are you guys? And it's like, oh, they told us to look at their house. I'm the maid, da 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 Like, yeah. they could do something that drastic. But it doesn't it's, even cross their mind. You it know? doesn't even, that. It, no. it's like, no, we just need to keep We're this keep so we jobs. can keep, yeah. this keep this lie going, going that we yeah. want. And the, the, to me, the frustrating thing is, and they they kind of talked about this at the end like at the beginning you see that it's not like any of these people aren't smart like oh the yeah son, he, like the the rich kid who gives him this tutor job this he, yeah he's like oh you're smarter yeah. than me you're like able to do this but he just doesn't have access to go to college right the right daughter is able to like quickly forge documents that look right, real right, right, right. and they're like oh my gosh you could have been a this and it's like these people all could be ah. something if they only had access to capital but if they're just going to stay in the place that they are because they don't have access to capital the oh, um shit. okay i have like a couple themes i want to discuss that i thought was interesting i one of the things i picked up on was uh you know they're always constantly they're constantly like clashing like the rich and the poor lifestyles just to like show you just rub in your face how different it is so like so the marriage between the rich family and the poor family Mm -hmm. i thought was interesting it almost feels like 
the marriage in the p- rich family was like not based in love at all. Right. And one scene that really got to me was uh, when Mr. Kim infiltrates as a driver and Mrs. Kim infiltrates as a maid. Right. They're working in the same room. And while the Parks, the rich, the, the rich family is called the Parks, while they're not looking, he grabs her ass. Yeah. He's like, hey, honey, we made it. He grabs <laughs> her ass, right? That's funny. That's, yeah. like a, that's like a thing that a husband should do to a wife every once in a while, yeah. right? And you a con- loving thing. And yeah. you contrast that with the way the Parks show affection, mm. which is like this, they're on the couch and he like forcibly, like he like fingers her yeah. in that thing. You know, it doesn't even look, it looks forced and also like, we don't even know if she's enjoying it. It's like, yeah. is this love? You know, and like multiple times, the theme of love comes up, comes up, and then the husband doesn't have a clear answer whether it's to like he loves his wife or not. Yeah. He's like, yeah. All he has to say is like she's a bad cook and she can't do housework, yeah. so he only has bad things to say about her. And it kind of raises the question of like, yeah, like, like the oh, so I love. This is the moment where they really reinforce the class lines each time uh, the dad, the driver, Mr. Kim does this. But he's like, yes, but you love her. Like, yeah, you know, like yeah. the Mr. Park will be like, oh, uh, yeah, he'll be complaining about her. And then I, he's like genuinely trying to help. Mr. Kim is like, because he is coming from this place of love. Like he loves his wife so much. Right, right, right. But then every time that's the moment when you bring up like that they don't have love, that's the moment where he's like, okay, you, you're my driver and you should stop. That's crossing Talking, the line, yeah. right? The, you can you can comment on other things, but you can't comment yeah. on the love I theoretically don't have for my. Do wife. you think when you get rich, you lose love? Is that what is that the lesson there? Like, when it just everything just becomes so transactional in, in business, you know? Um, I don't know. In this, in this <laughs> world, because to me. The two poor couples had more love oh, yeah. in the movie. Even the basement people, they had more real love. <laughs> if more you family. think that that wife, Miss Park, yeah. would work in a house for four years just to make sure her husband could hide from debtors, yeah, yeah. she would have right, left right. him ages ago. Yeah. She would have been yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, you're done. This is, <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so in a way, she's a parasite too. Because Ooh, she just whoa. is like, I just am pretty and I sit around and yeah. I'm so worried that he's going to be mad. He can't see any flaws. Right. Like, yeah. Her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her there is, role yeah, is there is, Well, there is like sort of the way the rich family has to keep up certain pretenses. Yeah. yeah. They have to do a certain thing. I mean, you can't say that the father doesn't love the children because right. the, you know, when the son gets sick, he like rushes off to yeah. try to, uh, you know take the kid to the hospital which kind of leads to the big l- final thing yeah. Yeah. yeah you know so yeah. there is like there is some love happening in this family yeah but just the way that it's uh portrayed again it's a little bit more about um you know it's a lot about what does each family know about the world right so the ah. one fam- the rich family only is only kind of concerned about you know parties and like they you know they, they're worrying about themselves right yeah. whereas the the remember that the 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 poorer family the poorer the f- the family is the more knowledge they have about yeah. the whole situation i mean they yeah. can't yeah. keep this this is a bit literal but they li- they cannot keep the world out so like yes. the kims live in a basement there's a night when it floods yes. sewage is coming into their house like they have they, to deal yes. with all of the shit literally Whereas, the yeah shit. they have to deal with all of that yeah. but the parks live in this like pristine little island unto themselves yes. that they get to control everything Everything's about controlled. so like trees line their backyard so they don't even have to see the rest of the city yeah. they get to just control it so much yeah. right. they don't have to that's there's the whole thing where um the the lights come on mm. by itself because that oh, there's a guy in the base basement. the guy in the basement is turning it on and off and they just assume that it's censored that it's just censored cuz it's a big yeah. house. they think that yep. it's like you yep. know oof man 
Um, here's a couple interesting themes. I don't know if you guys picked up on the theme of Native Americans. Apparently, that was a uh, uh, that was a homage to like the original Parasite, which was the Pilgrims. Oh, they came to America. They okay, were, they were, they came to a house that was already taken and oh. took it over. Yeah. yeah. And then another thing that was really interesting is that the ending theme song. Apparently, the director wrote the lyrics, and apparently, he's describing all the work he's doing, all the work the son is doing to. Um, make money to buy that house, which is like what he's daydreaming about. Yeah, that's his daydream. But the song was originally right. That fucking right. That song was originally called 574 Years" because the director did the math, and for somebody in that socioeconomic class to make X amount of money to buy the house, it would take you 500 years to do it. Meaning, not his ki- his kids won't get it, his yeah. grandkids won't get it, yeah. and his grand grandkids won't get it either. No right? one in living like. Yeah, that's he's never gonna get like never. So it just goes to show like once you're in this class, you, you s- can play the games, you could be a parasite for a little yeah. bit, but like at the end of the day, you're never gonna really you're never gonna do live it. in that house, you know. Ugh. And um, that's how I feel when I do comedy with with rich kids. Yeah. I'm so gonna... get that unemployment check. Get that okay, check. I will get that. <laughs> check. We need that money. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Uh, this race news for today is not really a race news. Well, it is race news in that we are bitter about it. <laughs> uh, this t- this article this it reads: uh, Eleven Asian American comics who killed it this year and need to be on your twenty twenty radar. <laughs> and uh, Sorry. you Sorry. know they list eleven comedians who are killing it this year. And, yes. And uh, Mike and I read this article, and we are not in it. <laughs> We're not in it at all. I think we I think we killed it this year too. I really think we did great. I think I mean I am a fan of you guys. Um, I will say all of the people who are on that list have TV deals. TV deals. They either were employed, like, or their employment changed to be more public facing. <sighs> but they, you got, you guys got to get on TV. I think because this is where they pull their information from. This, so what I was, what I was uh, joking around with, uh, with Fumi before was one of the one of the comics is Aparna Nanchurla. Yeah. Right. And you don't have. To, she's. It's, it's like it needs to be on your 2020 radar. That's what this uh, thing says. Aparna been on the radar. <laughs> yes, she no, been no, on the yeah, radar. Yeah, 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 yeah. We sit, you know? We've like, we been, got been it. detected. Yeah. She yeah. has a Netflix special. <laughs> She's been on yeah. Late Show That's with Colbert. She's been on exactly. Conan. She's on several television shows. That's like, why I was like, can amazing. we just have her slot? She was like, in the movie. I, I like to think that we were... Oh, I'll, Shang's on here. I know Shang's on here. I mean, he's also been on... About I don't time. know. I feel like... Let's let's go through each yeah, people. Let's let's go through each... Aparna and Shayla. Okay, she's been... She's great. But like, I don't know why she's on this like, gotta check her out. She's new. List. She's not new. <laughs> Bowen Yang, reasonable. reasonable. I mean, yeah, he did. I mean, he, he, he did have a good breakout. Yeah, a, good, uh, a great like, breakout. They put year. him 
in like as many sketches as possible on SNL. They yeah. are really they're pushing hard. People love him. He's he great. was he was on this amazing podcast called Asia. Not he Asian. was and he yes. killed it and he was so funny. <laughs> Check so it that out. That was the Check beginning of it. That was re- re- you know you think about it. It was that kind of a did the pod and then and SNL announced them next week. So huh. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm they not were saying having we did these it. conversations before. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, though he had been working okay. at SNL before this, that okay. was not that was not really happen. Whatever technicality. Okay. Then we have Sherry Cola. I don't know who this is. I don't know who this is. But she opened for Ronnie. Fire. Oh, yeah, you I, opened um, for Ronnie. That's yeah, but true. she opened for him during uh, uh, on his Netflix tape. Oh, so you okay. know, different kind of different kind of. I'm like I'm in the basement of opening. Okay, uh, the parasite basement of opening, <laughs> and she's on the first floor. Okay, Joel Kim Booster. Hey, well deserved, hot guy. Yeah, uh, he's on TV. Yeah, he had Sunny Side. Unfortunately, Chang Wang. I mean, he's he's been on my radar. Yeah, you he's know. Dope. Okay, uh, Karen G. Yeah, that, I fuck with that. Yeah, I fuck with Karen G. She's great. Friend of the show. Um. Yep. She got the job at the late late night with Seth Meyers after she did her podcast. So who knows? I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's related. Yeah. yeah. But wait, Asian it was Night after. I, how long has she been? I thought she'd been at late night with Seth Meyers for a while. It was after Asian, not Asian. Oh really? It okay. really was. She All was right. like a, one of her first guests. She was very new. Ah. Eugene Cordero. I don't know who this is. Uh, he is on The Good Place. Oh. Okay. Ah. Hey. Hey. I can't can't shit on that. Yeah. The Good Place well is a deserved. great show. Yeah. Patty Harrison. I don't really know her comedy. I know internet. I know she's. I know she, internet. She, I, <laughs> I know internet. I know internet. Um, no, she. I follow her on Twitter. I think she's funny. Oh, she's on Twitter. so funny on Twitter. But she also had a podcast with uh, Lorelai Ramirez, like a woman's smile. She's in Shrill. She's she has like a lot of like small the parts in a lot of. Yeah, 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 but yeah, but yeah. I, she's she's had the buzz around her. I've heard her yeah, name a for lot. sure. And then finally, we have Karen Diol. She's been okay, on Sunnyside. Okay, I don't know who that is. Okay, also, then, also Sunnyside. Sorry, Jimmy O. Yang? Mike? <laughs> Jimmy O. Yang? What? Okay, I don't know. What is he doing here? What? We dislike him? No. He's, no, he's, I just, this is supposed to be like a, this, is, is this, am I wrong? Is this, isn't it supposed to be like a, you gotta watch out for that. You gotta watch out for these guys, right? Yeah. It needs to be on your radar. I think okay. <laughs> That's like, like top five black comedians you gotta watch out for this year. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Chris Rock. Chris Rock. <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? The Legends like that's so funny. Anyways, Jimmy Yang took her spot, and then Maya Erskine, well deserved, love her show. Pin Fifteen was fantastic. Oh, Pin yes. amazing, amazing. I like to think that we would be if this if this list went out to one hundred, I we would be there. You're in like one 70. of their yeah, yeah. they run out run. <laughs> they start just naming Asian people they just meet on the street like that guy oh with the North gosh. Face jacket Brian uh, Brian uh, Wang yeah, yeah. my friend so, from college yeah. so funny this guy works at my IT department you guys Jesus don't think Christ. you guys are gonna be on the 2021 list you think so Mike 2021 yeah I don't know. It's just a year from now. We, we, we that should be a goal. Should that be a, should that be our New Year's resolution? Get on some kind of list. Yeah. I I this is why I wanted to work with you on uh, like boost, we have a pilot like script yeah. and we have some other like samples and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah, I wanted yeah, to yeah. get another one because I I feel like we just need like a you, every a lot of stuff with comedy is just somebody who somebody says you're funny and then everybody else goes you're funny. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. 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 Like when I wish that's why okay. If I going back to the whole like comedy bl- belts thing, yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I got my blue belt because I got I did the knit. Yes, right. Okay. And when I did the knit, so, you remind know, me I'll, where. Remind me how high blue is. Well, in this in this scenario, was this before we started recording, I don't did our. I don't, I don't think, think a listener's we, heard about that. Yeah, Can you go over your karate analogy uh, <laughs> real quick? Yes, because this was before we started recording. Okay, so yes, this is before. Okay, so I I feel sometimes with. You know, with comedy, it's like it's not a sk- it's not something you can see. We're not like making something you can see a lot of times. Well, I mean, I guess there's films and stuff, but 
you know, with, with stand-up comedy, um, you can't tell that somebody's funny by looking at them. Yeah. Right? Like, some, you or know. Or if you're supposed to respect them. You're, you're not yeah. supposed to, you don't know if you're <laughs> supposed to respect them. And I learned this, like, a long time ago. Like, I would see somebody, oh, maybe that person's not going to be funny. And they go up there and they crush it and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I think sometimes, a lot of times, people, like, um, uh, underestimate me because I don't look poor. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> they think, you think oh, it's because you don't look poor that they're underestimating. For a long time, I think that people were just like, "Oh, you got to be like a disheveled looking white dude." I was and like, "I think it's the I, white I, dude I, part." I, I think it's the <laughs> race. I think it's because you're Asian. Yeah, yeah that, maybe that too. Yeah. So uh, and then I would have to go up there and like you know and and do my thing yeah. and they go, "Oh, <laughs> you're funny." Okay, fine. But, so so <laughs> okay, they cannot see your hands on this podcast. <laughs> I'm doing a karate motion. Okay, I was like. <laughs> That's this is my, this is my impression of Mike on stage. Okay. <laughs> my wife is Korean. <laughs> Look at my sneakers. Okay, okay. I feel like with, with, with comedy, you need to have like a belt system that we can all wear belts. Yeah. Right, I'm big into belts. Yeah. And you know, it's just like just like karate belts. Yeah. And it goes from, you know, white to uh, yellow, orange, green, blue, purple, brown, black, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and those like there's different stripes you can get. And you, and then you can tell if somebody is going to be yes. oh that person deserves a certain amount of respect. A lot yes. of it has to do yes. with time because yeah. and that's why we always ask each other how long you've been doing comedy. Yeah. Because if somebody says I've been doing comedy for like eight years, then yeah. you're like okay, you're like closer along to becoming a black, but maybe you're like a brown belt. Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. We assume, I, but some of these people who have been in there eight years, absolutely, uh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, sometimes yeah. you meet someone who's only been doing it for four years and they're very funny. Yeah, and that so you can't really tell, but that's like the closest thing we yes. have. Yeah. So I feel like we all need to have some sort of system. We need to sit down, convene some sort of comedy council. Yes. Where we can sit <laughs> never around happen. and the term, yes, <laughs> never, yeah. never happen. It'll just become just a bunch of people doing cocaine. Yeah. Right. And, but we'll, we'll we'll like determine who is going to be on what like thing a lot of these people on this 2020 list 2019 yeah. 20 list yeah. already kind of like brown belts or so oh black yeah. belt dude. because they a got a black belt oh, black, oh yeah, she's a crazy she's like third black level black belt, belt. yeah she like yeah. jimmy o yang yeah, third she, level black yeah, belt yeah. they invented their own style you yeah. know yeah, yeah. so <laughs> what's a part of style oh <laughs> um kind of quirky yeah quirky that's funny. like, like quirky insecure, minority insecure yeah. park slope lawyer yeah who's yeah but like not the quirky that like zoe deschanel like i'm so quirky don't you want to fuck me but it's like i'm a genuinely quirky person i'm definitely quirky yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I have a lot of anxiety yeah yeah yes. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So i love that anxiety foo as i call it i love that um so uh yeah i think you know um what the fuck were we talking about oh the, bl- the belt system yeah i don't know uh, maybe we should be able be able to get onto a list a of list. some yes. kind yeah um, some kind. but uh. i think that oh yes this is what i remember we need to get a credit on something so that people think See we are a big deal. <laughs> right. The credit yes. is the belt. That's really what it is. So yeah. you get the credit and then because you got that credit, you get like a blue belt. I don't know what these things are. <laughs> I just, I don't know the levels of belt, but I just, I cannot stand when I go to another comedy city and because like I'm not, like I don't have a Netflix special. Yeah. They're just like, who are you? Somebody's girlfriend. Yeah. I would love to oh. have a belt. To, I would love to have a belt to be like, actually, no, I'm <laughs> better than most of the people in this <laughs> yeah. podunk ass town. Podunk <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't ever in your fucking life. You know what I mean? Like that's what I, I mean, I'm not like conceited, but I have done things and it is so annoying yeah. to have some open micer who's like, <laughs> Six months in, yeah, trying yeah. to tell me what's yeah, what, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you just don't know who I am, you know, okay? That doesn't mean I that I don't so funny. do stuff. Look at us poor comedians fighting each other. Fighting yes, each other. right. <laughs> we should be going after Kevin Hart right <laughs> now. We're coming for you, Kevin. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
All right, let's wrap this up. Kenise, thank you so much for being on the pod. Thank Is you. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Yes, I am going to be headlining Caroline's on January 21st. Fumi Ooh. is actually going to be on the show. I'm featuring, or I'm um, something. I'm You're featuring. Something. I'm featuring. Yeah. Does that mean I'm doing 20 minutes? Woo. You're doing 15 minutes. Oh, guys, oh. long set. Whoa. We talked about doing uh, half hours once. We should do yes, that Yes, I still think we should. Yes. I mean, you're going to do 15 and I'm going to do 45. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's like hey. oh, yeah. the same amount of time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so that's 20, where, can, where can people get tickets? They can get tickets on the Caroline's website. And I think the code uh, for you to get cheaper tickets is sweet. Just the word sweet. Okay. Uh, social media? It is Kenise Mobley on all the platforms. Follow me. Uh, please like my tweets. No one does. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also find us on there at Asian Not Asian Pod on Instagram, and uh, I'm on there at, at, at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. Also on Twitter, same name. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. And the next Hack City Comedy Show, the monthly stand-up show that Mike and I host together and produce together, is going to be uh, January 15th. Tickets are available on online. Just Google Eventbrite Hack City or go to our Instagram bio link. Uh, it's ten bucks. All new comedians. Uh, Eight o'clock on Street Market, January fifteenth. Or uh, or yeah, or February nineteenth. If you're listening to this a little bit late. Oh that's yeah, February yeah, 19th, yeah. Twenty twenty. Yes, yes, uh, yes, it, yes. Assuming that uh, we're still around in the future uh, because of <laughs> World War Three, that's about to happen. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, come check that out if you're not uh, an uh, irradiated mutant. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, okay, I think that's it. Kenise, thank you so much for doing the thank show. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. This episode of Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.